Welcome to another episode of Living an Alter Life. My name is Mike, I'm your host, and this week I want to talk to you about your feet. Yes, your feet. I know, isn't that weird? So, here's the thing. If you love on your feet, your feet will love you back. I know that sounds weird, but it only comes from like somebody who spends a lot of time on their feet running. So let me just kind of tell you where this whole thought came from. I really wanted these new running shoes that I bought to work out. They were a really bright color. All the cool kids on the block who look like runners were wearing them. Uh, did, did I mention they were a really cool color? That means for me, they were like this bright orange. All right. And so I bought these shoes and I got them and I walked around in them a little bit to kind of you know, get them in. And then I started running in them. And alas, after a mere 20 miles in these beautiful, colorful shoes that made me look cool, like, like a real runner. But after just 20 miles, I was like, wow, something's wrong. So then I went out and I did a five mile run in these new shoes. And I thought they were about to divorce me and find another lover. Because that's what shoes do. They're, they're like a lover. They're like my secret lover. I actually wrote a article a long time ago about my secret love affair. My my secret love affair with shoes. I like shoes. If you were ever to come over to our house, you would know that Mike loves running shoes. So this is what happens when you're an ultra marathon runner and you put thousands of miles every year on your feet. Your feet and you really get intimate with each other. Like my feet are the first to complain when we're on a ridiculously long run. My feet are the first to let me know when I'm not picking my feet up as they'll reach out and kick a rock or a root and try to make me fall. My feet tell me a story every single day, and sometimes when I don't listen to my feet, it's not a good story. If this is beginning to feel like a love story and you're picturing the boy and the princess bride, you know, there's kissing coming in it. If it grosses you out, maybe you should fall in love with your feet also. Maybe if you treated your feet better, They wouldn't be threatening a high-cost divorce with you. Have you ever seen what happens when feet and the body they once supported divorce? It's not pretty. I'm just letting you know. Therefore, I wanted to give you some really simple steps to keep your happy feet dancing well into the night. And it doesn't matter if your dance is a 100-mile run or actually dancing with your spouse or some weird thing like that. So the first step to make sure your feet love you. So the thing is, I love running and I love running without injury because I love running. So I pay attention to the signals my body is sending me and I listen to my body. I've run the last five years without a running injury while running a lot of miles on all different types of terrain. I study running. I don't read as much on running as I read out of a really old book that is really long that I try to read something from every day, but I do spend quite a bit of time studying running. I attempt to read through a lot of different articles to find the tiny nuggets of information that'll help runners to find the information that'll help them best. Here's some tips that will keep your feet loving on you. Keep your feet happily married to you. I'm gonna tell you a a little trick that I did with running shoes long, long ago, I went to a website that allows you to return shoes after 30 days, no questions asked. And what I did was I knew what drop I wanted in a shoe and I ordered six different brands. 
And then I tried each one of them out on like a mile run, figured out which ones were okay, which ones really felt good, which ones were like, no, that's not going to work. Sent back the ones that didn't work. And that's how I kind of came up with the shoes that I run in now. I'm running in the same shoes all the time, whether I'm on road or trail now. And I keep my feet happy. Second tip is get to know what this information about your feet means for you. Beyond the fact that my left foot is almost a full size smaller than my right, I found this information really, really helpful because it kind of says that I need to be in two different models of shoe as my left foot and my right foot. Um, I think they've come from two different human beings. They're, they're really not the same. Like when I study them, I should actually be like in two different types of shoes. Like I should wear one type of shoe on my right foot, one type of shoe on my left foot. Well, that doesn't quite work. So you've got to make some choices about what shoes. The third thing is to seek some professional help to understand which shoes are going to help you be at your best all the time. I got together with Chris with Forge Glory Athletics and I said, okay, here's my thing. What does this say about my feet? And he said, says that you should probably be in this type of shoe pretty much all the time. And so that's what I did. The fourth tip is to study shoes. Like I know that zero drop shoes work best for me as I have bad knees. So I wanted to have a midfoot plant so the rebounds on my Achilles and my calves. And I just highly recommend you study shoes. Don't go buy the cool shoes that everybody else is wearing. Find the right shoe for you. Listen to your feet. Fifth thing is to actually study the different types of foot strikes and find the right style for you. There's an article that I highly suggest. It's called Foot Strike, The Ultimate Guide. It's by Giovanna Subic on Run Repeat. And it's a very in-depth look at the different techniques of foot strike. One could take the information in that article, a foot scan, and then you could take the final step and get it into shoes that are going to work the best for you. Now, the sixth tip may sound weird to some of you, but this is where it is. So I have an account with a online running site. If you really want to know, I'll tell you. But I use their technical resources a bunch, but I use the account that I have there for another reasons. Once I've gone through all those steps above, this is where I go and I try different types of shoes because I can try them for 30 days and I can return the shoes, no questions asked. That's where I settled on the brand that I use. There's just all kinds of different things you can do. You can go for short runs in the shoes and if it doesn't work, send it back. A couple of years ago, my go-to shoes changed something and I put a brand new pair of shoes on and immediately the tops of my feet were bruised. I mean, literally I took my socks off and there were bruises on the tops of my feet and I'm going, what in the name of goodness is going on? I went to the website and I started studying the shoes and found that some technical aspects of the old shoe. They had shortened the upper. They, so the upper was not stretched as much as it was. And so the upper was smaller on the, the new model of shoes that I've been wearing for years. And so I had to go back to the drawing board and study shoes and go, okay, the upper needs to be about this far because I don't need bruising my feet happening. And that's kind of also where I learned how to lace my shoes a little bit differently. And I, I learned a lot of technical aspects about shoes by figuring out what shoes were going to work best for me. Because if you're going to run a lot, you got to keep your feet happy. One of the biggest things. So now we'll go back to being silly, Mike. Seriously, I'm thinking about turning my love affair with my feet and my shoes into a made-for-TV drama. You guys can write me and tell me what you think of this, but 
I spend an enormous amount of time every day with my feet crammed into some type of shoe. So I'm standing all day long, eight hours a day. So my feet really got to be happy. I want my feet to be happy for ages. I just don't want my shoes to be happy today and pissed off at me tomorrow. This is a long time affair for me. I mean, I'm going to carry this affair on for quite a while with my shoes. If my shoes had as much durability as my forever girlfriend, who I also sometimes refer to as my wife, she's had over the last almost 36 years of having to live with me and my weird little idiosyncrasies, I, she, she, she should be given a medal. I mean, really, my forever girlfriend should just be sainted today, just be told you are saint forever girlfriend and forever be because she puts up with a lot. I love shoes. I used to love watches before I loved running. Now I love shoes. And I may or may not have some type of psychological problem. I probably need a counselor to discuss this problem with if somebody wants to take that on. But that would be you know monumental trying to figure out what's going on in my mind. My shoes, my feet, and I will be continuing our love affair way long time going to be going on. We'll be making sure we keep each other happy with my main job being to actually listen to my feet when they're talking to me. And I'll be sure the next time I'm out running and my feet and I have a discussion, I'm going to record it for you so that you can hear what my feet really have to say. Now, if you didn't think I was weird before, you now know. This is what happens when you run really, really long distances consistently over you know a seven-year period. And you, you keep on trying to figure out what the longest that you can go, you become weird. Just just a warning. Just wanted you to know that. That's, that's it for this week's episode of How to Be in Love with Your Feet. I mean, how, that's it for this week's episode of Living an Ultra Life. And I do hope that you have a love affair with your feet. <laughs>